Welcome everyone, you are listening to and perhaps watching P's Delores. I don't like tents. What? You don't, don't like camping? Why not? Me neither. It's dumb. Like if I'm going to look up at the stars, it better be five stars in the lobby of my hotel. Bro, so, so what about fishing though? Yeah, I fish and then I go to my five star hotel. <laughs> I wouldn't mind glamping. It's like camping, but the hotel version. Yeah. Like where... How does that work? Well, what happens is... You rent a tent, but it's pretty. Yeah, and then, but by tent he means the Doubletree Hotel on Lexington Avenue in New York. So, like, not even like the motel in Rio Baudet, motel. 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 Yeah, motel. Motel. Um, let's put it this way the last time I stayed in a motel was another life. And it only happened in reincarnation because who the fuck stays in a motel? I mean, there, there, there's a pros and cons for motels. You get your own toaster. Toasted they toasters? I would not eat in a motel. But, uh, but that's why there's a <laughs> the motel. The difference is a hotel and motel is not just because it's flat. It's because you get your own like little kitchen thing. Also, you can rent it by the hour. Okay, so also <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can rent hotels by the hour too. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't call it a hotel then. Um, I think Simo, what's up, Ritz Cotton? So I also I also think Simo's never been in a hotel now because like yeah. when I went to a hotel, there's also a kitchen because that's all suites have kitchens. And okay, there. But just say, <laughs> if you're gonna travel, come on, save some money. I mean, you go to Toronto, bro. Yeah. Where do you think I stay? <laughs> uh, the, the motel. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. Uh, who are you? I'm Simon. Uh, apparently, I like. Well, I'm the only one here who likes motels. You learn something new every day on Call Me On Who likes tents? Who likes motels? I like tents too. I like camping. Eagle, camping. what's your name and introduce yourself. My name is Eagle, and I'm watching too many virtual sports. What's a virtual sport? Esport. I mean, you knew the answer to this. You, you sort of. He just wanted to see it up. The reaction <laughs> yeah. was cued. It's it's the show, dude. It was planned. We play characters. Seventeen hours ago, we like, play characters on the show. Simo. You were here yesterday. You've you been on the show for five years. How do you not know? You told Eagle tomorrow we're gonna make this joke. Yes. I wrote it in my diary. I had a very funny joke today. Division 6. What's up, people? You this is called the Audible. That's my final thoughts for today. Yeah. I learned that you have a diary. Yeah. I will find a way to get Natalia to take screenshots and send them. You don't want to see the screenshots. I do. Because I like myself and there's a lot of pictures. <laughs> What'd you catch in Div 6 and 16? Uh, that was funny. We'll start. Okay. We'll start with the. We'll get it out of the way. We'll talk about it. We'll get it out of the way. Odd Saw Sports won yesterday. Just we'll, we'll just get big it Big game. Yes. Recap coming in. Marc-Andre Delaney's article. Okay. So whoa, I just wanted to get it out of the way. You guys beat Unknown Talent. It's a fun game. Honestly, like both ways. As much as I hate you. Mm-hmm. I hate you too. No, that's it. I, there's no problem. <laughs> that's cool. No. That's cool. Uh, honestly, I didn't think you guys would beat Unknown Talent. Even though like you could plan for it or whatever. I just think that Unknown Talent is the better team of the two. I guess I was wrong. Um, I mean, it's honestly, I think there's an upper echelon in, in Div 6 where all the teams are pretty evenly matched. 
Like, so yes, Alessandro Baratoni is a far better athlete, far better quarterback than I am. But the I, I have Hotel Sports is a good team, as our Warriors, as our uh, Dirty Laundry. Like, there's a, a top five or six, mm-hmm. I believe, that's starting to separate themselves from the pack. Vic in the box, too. Yep. Um, you know, so, and like, all these teams are there's, there's missing something. So, like, unknown talent is missing, uh, you know, uh, veteran experience. Uh, Hot Sauce Sports is missing a quarterback. Uh, you know, uh, Vic in the box, the quarterback is, is an experience. Um, Dirty Landry is a good team, but thin, ro- like, a, it's thin. It's not like a girthy roster. Um, so, that that's my take on, on, on sort of like the top <laughs> six are like, they, what they do well, they do much better than everyone else. But each of the teams has like a, a, a weakness that keep them into six, basically. Fat Diablos beat Scranton Scramblers. Mm-hmm. That's surprising. It's surprising. But look who's quarterback. But yeah, that's, that's the thing. That changes everything, right? Cause, so so uh, you, you switch away from the quarterback who's been struggling the entire season to put in a guy who... It's temporary, though. It's one week. To put in a guy who's average in Div Six, right? Like, well, he's, so he's been a, a competent Div Five quarterback before. He's he's played in Division Six before. Alexander Gertin. He's played in Division Six before. He's played in Division Five before. He's not the kind of quarterback that's going to go ten and zero, nine and one. He usually sits around that five and five mark, right? Yeah. So he's good enough to get you into the playoffs. He's good enough to keep the team competitive on a weekly basis. He's not a superstar. Mm. Right, like even in the setup in Division Six, he's not a superstar. This team is far and away better with him as a quarterback. Mm. Like there's no, but again, as far as I know, and he also fits the scheme of Fat Diablos. Yeah, because let's be honest. I mean, we can he, say that he's a right. Guy. Like you and I can say <laughs> no, that. No, of course, Eagle can't say that. No, no. Uh, Mo can't say that. No, but yeah, he's fat. We're fat. Being fat's amazing. Yeah. yeah. People have he's lower expectations, dude, man. and you get to eat some awesome shit. Um, <laughs> and he went to fill us on snapper a bunch, and you you know when quarterbacks were snappers because their snappers put up numbers. <laughs> also, Fido signs a very good player. Yeah, very good. Like, uh, he's the best player on the team. He's, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the only also like the non-fat guy. Yeah, but it, wrong team. So it's like cheating because yeah, he's skinny and fat. It's, so it's skinny like, and Phil, fast. you need to drink some gravy or switch teams. Nah, drink gravy. It's more what, drink drinking gravy, gravy is more fun. <laughs> I'm not sure it's fun. Get that. Get the like, those little little like shots of like KFC, bro. Drinking gravy. gravy. I feel like this is a punishment and not an enjoyable <laughs> thing. Table well, of only because you're not fat. <laughs> also, if you drink gravy, yes. After how many gravies gulps? Yeah. Do you stop breeding? Um, like you, you, you could just feel your artaire. What's, what's interesting is. So for like a guy my size, I actually don't eat that much. I'm just horribly fat for no reason. But um, like, I feel like for me, I would take one gulp and just my heart would seize. I mean, Whereas like some dudes would take like like ten cups and be like, no problem. Like skinny like Chapman. Dudes. Chapman take hammer ten cups. Former producer of uh, Calling the Audible. The better version of Eagle. better better producer of Calling the Audible. The better the better. Uh, but the thing is with Scranton Stranglers though, that's it. Like having lost this game, the the only. So they they beat Zone Six Ballers, right? Yep. They beat Green Monster, who've been struggling horribly. Yep. Uh, they beat Dog Pound. Okay, fine. That that's a good win. Yep. But the only like experienced, legit quarterback they've beaten so far, or they they played against so far was Vince Pisano, and Vince Pisano and Pension Plan beat them twenty five nineteen. Yep. So like Scranton Stranglers may be a product a little bit of their schedule, 
which looking at it's not a, like so the next two games are Sharknado seventh rounders or wins fine up and coming teams but not strong then unknown talent which they likely will lose and then NWO which is a toss up so like they may have like speaking of toss up yes we have some later in the show. yeah well not this di- not in this division though. oh no there's none for Div 6 uh, well, it's such a disappointment I know um, but, well, I agree but then again the, the, this one thing about like strength of schedules in division 6 is to me division 6 6D it's it's difficult to assume because you you don't know well, well like at this point I feel like we can evaluate it a little bit, but then again, like it's easy to say Scranton Scranton's are a product of their schedule, but they could also be having a few bad nights or a few good nights that yeah, well, sort either of way, 10 weeks is right? a small sample Cause, size. Yeah, because 10 weeks is a small sample size. At the end of the day, maybe they had a, an off night against Pension Plan. They, they, they had a few drops that didn't go their way, and they could have won that game. Flip the script, and they could have lost. You know, they could lose a game against seven rounders in a game that you expect yeah. them to win just because, oh, you know, we had a, we missed a few plays here. Uh, a call didn't go our way. The, you know, I've seen, we've all seen it before where the, like the, the quarterback gets hit, the ball wobbles out of his hands for an interception, and there's no flags. To be fair, the ball always wobbles out of my hand. Um, <laughs> hurricane season, speaking of hard schedules. Yep. They beat Vic in a box, which is 32 19. That's a good win. Which would not have surprised me week two. Yeah. Surprises me now. Well, the thing is, they don't have someone who's a natural quarterback, kind of similar to Vic in a box, and they have a great defensive team, yep. um, kind of similar to Vic in a box. But Bradley Perron's learning, and I was talking to Dino Pizzatore after the game, and he's like, you know what? Like, it's it's stupid that they only have two wins, because we like, and the thing is, we've been saying this too is like, like they're only going to win two or three games, yep. but they're probably one of the best teams in the division, yes. and just because the division's tough this season, and they had the one, they have the worst schedule. If I were to tell you that Vic and a Box had Matt Burra and Craig Browning on offense and only combined for five receptions and forty-five yards all game, no touchdowns, yeah. you have to give credit to the Hurricane season defense for that. Like it's incredible to see what those guys have been able to do, either one or the other or both in a single game, and to not only keep them off the scoreboard but also keep their yards and everything so low is really impressive. But that's that's hurricane season. Like they're very good at they have that top and talent. They have yeah. one or two guys that are very, very good that could play. Well on defense, like I was gonna say, like if you read the defense, like top to bottom, you know, Ryan McGrath, Endel Thomas Gordon, Stefano Spagnolo, Brandon Perron, Bradley Perron, Kevin Donnett. Like it's mm. a this is what I'm saying. I, I, like, you don't, like, you're a Division three quarterback. I'm sure you wouldn't be happy seeing that. It's a good team, you know? like it's a good defense. And you could put guys like they're all guys who understand FPF in a certain way that they've been playing enough to understand that if you just sit back and cover your zone, you're not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. So they're aggressive players, and they're most of them are able to keep up with guys like Max Bura on a, like a, on certain patterns. That makes it difficult for the quarterback to play well, the that ball depends, well because. If if Max Bure is playing with Zach Styles, who throws the ball on a rope at eleven that's feet in the air, and Max Bure is the only guy who gets there, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. It depends on the quarterback. But without a quarterback that's able to place it flawlessly, then yeah. he's not going to be as successful. So, Hurricane Season is sort of the, a team that's going to be able to take away your number one and your number two guy and beat us with your number three, number four, number five, mm-hmm. and or we'll, we'll but that's the thing is they largely are facing teams that have five receivers across the board. Yep. And Vic in the box, their strength actually is their defense. And yep. the defense puts Matt Pizzatoro in good position. And then he uses his elite talent to beat you and Craig Browning. And, and, yep. and uh, you know, Daniel Pizzatoro is having a great season. And, and, and Max Burr, whether it's Max Burr or Jordan McInnes. Pretty much the same. You know, exactly. And in this offense, are pretty much the same thing. And so, like, th- they use their top-end talent to beat you and their defense. The defense uh, was neutralized. And... Um, 
they they were able to take away the the top couple of weapons and so yeah now now Vic in a box doesn't like they have the top end talent but do they have the third and fourth receiver to beat you yeah you know that's and that's what it came down to another um, game that caught my eye this ahead. week Mighty Ducks D two the Mighty Ducks the lost Domolis yes Ducks. so you see how important Matthew Domolis is for this team I and got a text from uh, Renault uh, Big Ren yep uh, and he said uh, he's like yeah he's like asking me questions about like finding a sub for quarterback for that day. Like if he's sixty five exactly, does he fit the cap? I said technically yes. I mean, yeah. if it's he hits the cap, if he hits the cap, he fits the cap. Um, and so hit it and fit it, hit it and fit it. That's what it's all about, really. Uh, but like I guess whoever they wanted didn't like it didn't come through, and so uh, it's tough, man. Replacing quarterback oh. in FEF is diffi- with all the constraints we have. Yeah. It makes it it's difficult. tough, but at the same time, it also shows how like. The the team could be good. Also, Matt Domo shouldn't be in the six. <laughs> yeah, like the team's good, but without a proper quarterback, they wouldn't be successful. Mm-hmm. Right? Like Domo enables the players to be better. He, he makes guys better, and he's a very good quarterback as well. But without him, the team sort of falls apart. Yeah. Right. Like if if Domo's there, I'm pretty sure you could. Well, he it. saved their season. Yes. Last season, right? Yeah. Like we've seen what happened yeah, when he joined I, the team. This score doesn't happen with him there. No. No, and that's and uh, the thing is, it takes Martin Jackson or Reno Santana away from their positions. Yeah, uh, and there are both of these guys. Every snapper on this team, by the way. Every every <laughs> snapper on this team. In six D, they took all the snappers. Even John Johnny Paradis. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's a team full of snappers. Can you play snapper? Yes. You're right. You're right. In in Division six D, um, Bud Knights tie Dirty Birds, and right now they're occupying. Come on, Bud Knights, man! They're occupying the last. Uh, playoff spot for six and six deep. By nights? Yeah. For the giant tournament. Come on, by nights, um, man. So what's up with <sighs> Bud Knights? Listen, listen. I haven't been around so much. Mm-hmm. I think it sort of gets under the skin that I'm not. Twenty points is not bad. They don't care about you. I know they don't care. I try to care about Bud Knights. But like the thing is, they were a good defense, and they added Brad Evans, they added Stephen Harper Saw, like they added a few experience. Yes. You figure, okay. Now you're in 6D with experience. This is going to help you. You're going to be much better. And they're the same. But the defense... Well, maybe even a little worse. The defense is not bad. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not okay. It's not the best defense in football. It was, though. It, it was, was, though. But it's not anymore. Still curtain. But they're... they're <laughs> <laughs> not better. Yeah. But they're still... Like, they allow 20 points. It's not bad. Like, I would like my defenses to allow 20 points every week. Yeah. We will win games. You'll win, game. You'll win most games. But the, their offense has been struggling... Over and over, like their offense doesn't produce thirty points a game, which puts a lot of pressure on the defense. Which once it cracks, the, and they they're one of those teams that sort of, if everything goes well, everything's fine. But once a little little problem here creates a bigger problem there, and then it just unravels from there. Strangest thing about this tie is it was the same score at halftime. So no one scored in the second half. No one scored in the second half. Come on, Bud Knights. No killer instinct whatsoever. Well, or Bud Knights defense though. Anything else did you catch? Do sixteen. Bud Knights defense though. Mm-hmm. DGC finally wins a game. Yeah. Uh, well, they're three and three. <laughs> yeah, but they won. They lost like the, the last three yeah. games. Last two, I believe. Uh, anyway, they've been on a losing streak. And we we spoke about DGC earlier in the season, saying how like we expect DGC to be the best team in Division Sixty, mm-hmm. the one team that moves up into six or s- finishes the first seed in Division Sixty, and then they go on a losing streak. Yeah. Making us all look stupid. Yeah. And so then screw now, you, DGC. now cool. You won a game eighteen six. But also eighteen six though. What does DGC stand for? Them gargantuan clocks. See how I changed the clocks last second? That's really good. 
That's pretty good. What do you got for DGC? Eagle, I'm coming to you next. Dude, just say three words. I know. <laughs> it's like dangerous game something. But then this something doesn't really work here because yeah. we got Cops. <laughs> yes. Dangerous game, cops. Uh, Eagle? Don't get close. Don't get close. And they yeah. didn't, didn't really allow Lake City to get close in this game. Well, six six points, points, it's an origin from Toronto. So it's an acronym radiating from the streets of Toronto, warning others that you are willing to scrap. Oh, yeah, because that's what I'm worried about getting into a fight. It's the mean <laughs> streets of Toronto. <laughs> Urban dictionary right here. <laughs> My man. <laughs> So, Eagle. Um, but but so do now me, do me a favor. Yeah, Sorry. Eagle. Do me a favor. You cannot say this on air, but you know we both, all three of us know what bamboozling means, right? Yes. Okay. Now, Urban Dictionary bamboozling, and look at the top three. You will die. Okay. It's hilarious. I I need you, Eagle. <laughs> you need to read it to us, but need to change it so it's like safe for work. Bamboozling. Huh. Yeah, bamboozling. I'm winning. Well, we could talk about something else in the meantime. No. Because he's going <laughs> to read it, he's going to laugh, and he's going to turn to the... So, turn like, to are it. you surprised Lee Cassé can only put up six points, given the athleticism on the team? Yes. It's not even no. all that bad. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes funny. Uh, no, sometimes sexual, always funny. The second one. The, the, second the one. one that matters. <laughs> this <laughs> the first one's not bad. It's trickery. It's bamboozling. Anyways, I, I, I agree with you that Lee Cassé... I'm surprised. Those listening can't see, can't see the <laughs> anger in my eyes. So the reason why I agree, I, I agree with you is looking at a team like the Kasi, you expect them to be that high flying offense. Either it works or it doesn't. So yeah. we'll put up forty one week. We'll put up six the next one because he took away the ball and we're just fast, right? Yeah. So it's one of those teams you just expect them to be able to put up a lot of points against teams that you know are new or make mistakes or stuff like that, and are very one dimensional. In this case, I just find that their offense doesn't work mm-hmm. like across the board their defense is, is good they have guys that are athletic they know what they're doing they're good football players but at the end of the day their offense just doesn't put up points eagle give us the safer work version um but like safe really changes so like for example if if it's like referring to genitalia turn it into a teddy bear you know make it extra safe for work like safe for kindergarten so you know how when baby birds are born, the mother baby birds are born, the mother goes and gets all the worms and everything and chews it up and then puts it in their beaks so yeah. they can eat and everything. Imagine that, but the human version, except things come from different locations and things don't get swallowed. Oh, it's, also, it's not bad. It's so like sometimes you get your worms at different restaurants. And so you went to that Chinese place on the street, yeah, and you didn't know. You're like, ah, right, you gotta support local businesses. Yeah. Like you gotta do what you gotta do what you gotta do. I don't find that bad. So with that said, Division Six, Division Six D, we're gonna start looking at the playoff standings each week because it's horribly confusing. Also um, because it matters. And it matters. Uh, we're getting to that point in the season where uh, the games take on a lot of meaning. So remember that, and I'm gonna toss the eagle in a second because he's looking at the graphic and I'm not. Remember that uh, six teams from Division Six get relegated and four teams get promoted. Is that correct? From 6D. From 6D. From 6D, four teams get promoted. promoted. From 6, six teams get relegated. Relegated, correct. So which teams get relegated from Div 6? I do want to just break down how to understand this because that's not on our website in terms of how you get promoted and uh, relegated. 
It is, but not like a visual aspect. So if you're in Division 6 and you're looking at the overview tab, so go to the playoff standings. Here's the easy way to understand it. If you are one of the top two seeds in your conference, so in this case, Warriors, Scranton Stranglers, Dirty Laundry, and Vic in a Box, you are one of the top four seeds in Division 6. Straight up. Mm-hmm. Nice and easy. From that point onwards, the you have to order yourselves in the order of 5 to 16 mm-hmm. in order to figure where you are. And that's the part where it gets a little bit tricky. Same thing for well, 16. The, and the thing to keep in mind is so that the conferences have value. Uh, and the the bottom three of each conference are eliminated. That's but already not, But not only that, it's, it's essentially um, you need to qualify for the playoffs normally within your conference. So if there's a conference where a team with let's say six points gets in, and then in the other conference, the team with eight points doesn't get in. It's like a normal playoff bracket at that point. We, and then we resort. Yeah. So like, look, you had eight points, you have more points than the team with six on the, on the, the other side of the bracket. It doesn't matter. You, d- you didn't qualify within your conference. Then you move on into your division. Do you qualify within your division? Yes. And then you're resorted as Eagles described. Exactly. So if your team's in red, you're currently out of playoffs. St- straight up. Okay, so Eagle... Read to us the standings uh, for the Division Six playoffs, and then we'll do like a quick, uh, you know, what's surprising, and then we'll look at some of the teams that have been left off. So, Eagle, give us uh, who is right now. What are the divi- what, if the playoffs were today? What would the Division Six standings be, and what would the playoffs the playoff uh, teams be? So, Division Six in first place, first seed, we have Dirty Laundry, followed by Warriors. Vic in a Box, and Scranton Stranglers. So congratulations on your pseudo-first seeds. For now. Um, then, yeah. five to eight. So the next best four teams of Division Six: Hot Sauce Sports, D2, The Mighty Ducks, Dog Pound, and Average Joes. Here's where it gets tricky. The top four teams of Division 6D mm. occupy the 9 to 12 slots. So you guys got promoted. Congratulations. And keep in mind, you're not going to play the best teams in Division 6. You're going to play the middle teams. So you're actually at an advantage over the teams that you're pushing down in the standings. Yeah. So 9 to 12, B-Ballers, McDo, Los Siete Amigos, and Trailer Park Boys. So before we go any further, those four teams, how do you think they'll fare in the Division 6 playoffs? Well, first of all, Mike was the best team in Division Six, but they would play Dog Pound. Realistically, that's actually a good matchup for Mike yeah. Realistically, uh, I think that Mike is a very good team in Division Sixty, but there's a lot of teams in Division Six that would make them look bad. See, the one I'm I'm curious about is Trailer Park Boys. I've been I've been very uh, happy to see the progress. They got a lot better a lot quickly. Yep. Um and. and Antoine Meunier taking over a quarterback, 20 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. That's the kind of success I think that translates through divisions. Yes. Um, we always talk about touchdown interception rate and like that's almost 5 to 1. That's, you know, 4 to 1. 27? Yeah. So they're really 3 to 1. Oh, yes, 3 to 1. Sorry. Matt's still. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. But, thought, you know but what? I, no, but I agree. Like it said 5 sacks. It was <laughs> 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 just the 4 to but, 1. But th- yes, I think Trevor Barber is one of those teams that's going to be able to compete in Division 6. Los Chetan Amigos, I think they could also compete against a lot of teams in Division 6. I just think that the way MacDo plays is very successful in Division 6D. And if they would be the first seed in Division 6D, they could go far in the playoffs and they could be in the championship game. If they play in Division 6 and have ba- a bad matchup, like they're playing the Dirty Laundry or Hot Sauce Sports or Vic in the Box, they might have a very tough outing because of the experience. And it's a diff- it's sort of a different game than when you're playing the Division 6D guys. Yeah. So what about a team like B-Ballers how, that we thought was too strong for Division 6 in general and right now boast a plus-minus of 
plus one thirty seven. They would play average Joes. It's B-Ball is one of those teams that there's only a handful of teams I believe could beat them in the playoff game. Mm-hmm. Even in the higher Division 6. Yeah, all across Division yeah. 6. Uh, so if does, does it hurt them, though, that they haven't faced like equitable a, competition? A little bit, because they could get frazzled. A little, like if, you, if you start off with like one bad play and then you're down 14, nothing. They could mm-hmm. get frazzled quickly against a better team. And then they're going to ha- have the whole discussion within themselves during the game of, this is unfair, we shouldn't be in this division, we should be in 60, we'll be rolling through these teams in division Stop crying. Yes. So just play your game, you're going to be fine. Uh, I think Bivaz is a very strong team, but they wouldn't beat every, like, wouldn't be the favorite in every single game. And by moving up in Division 6, it's going to make for an interesting playoffs for them. Eagle, remaining teams in Division 6. 13 to 16. So these are the guys that have actually been bumped down, if you think about it, but still stay in Division, Division six. 6. We have Vultures, Unknown Talent, Green Monster, and NWO. So you guys when, are playing the top seeds. Yeah. And when we started the season, just like think of the, some of the yeah. teams he just mentioned. Yeah, like, like Green Monster had a great, great last season, right? Yeah. Where the their offense wasn't good. Preseason, the was down. preseason Green Monster was one of the favorites yeah. to, to finish among, let's say, the top six. Unknown talent, consider yes. the same thing. Um, who else was there? NWO. Okay, NWO is always a tough team. Vulture Vultures, Vultures right now um, have not beaten a team with more than one win, which is shocking. Yeah, right. So and they even lost this week. That's what so, I'm saying. They keep playing. Now they're playing better competition. They're losing games. So, yes. So I think that Vultures is still a tough outing. Yes. As like the bottom. Seed. Like I'm playing them in the season. I'm not looking forward to uh, that game. So if you if you're top seed and you you look at it, you're like, okay, NWO. It's a tough game, but there's no freebies in the playoffs. But if there's a gap between playing NWO and playing Vultures or Unknown Talent, yeah. right? Like to me, it's complete. Green Monster is also it's well, Green Monster is a disaster. At this, at point. this point, Green yeah. Monster is the easiest. They won nine seven this week. It's the game nine. that nine. It's the one nine that, points. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wonder how many nine times seven. In, I wonder how many times in FPF history nine points has been scored in the game. Uh, to win. To win. Yeah. To win. Uh, but in, in general, it's hard to get nine points. Yeah, it's, in a, it's an odd number in FPF. Uh, yeah, Green Monster is one of those teams that if I'm one of the top seasons in Division 6 and I get to play Green Monster week one, I'm happy. If I get to play Unknown Talent, I am not happy. Yeah. So like, I, I, I kind of feel like it actually serves Unknown Talent better to like come in as a low seed. But I, I think they're just going to be, they're just going to have a better end of season because of their forfeits that they're they're going to win a few games and move up a few. Forfeits? Yeah, didn't they, didn't they forfeit three games? No, Unknown Talent lost three games. Oh. Proper. They, they, no, they keep st- they keep starting games with five guys, uh. which doesn't help. Because <laughs> the thing is, like, so like even against us, right? Uh, embarrassingly, the first drive, I couldn't figure out what they were doing. They're all over the place. They're fast. There were five guys. We went three and out on the first drive. By second drive, there were six guys. But by that point, like the guy who's just arriving late is not his head's not in the game. Like you know, yeah. what I mean? it's, and and it's late. no one like now you 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 start the game. Okay, you're hype. You're playing five. You're all over the field. Now you're six guys, but like you're kind of pissed off that your buddy was late. And, yeah, you know, like it, it takes you out of the game. So I feel like that's one of the things that's really affecting them. They, they've lo- they lost three games, and I didn't think they were gonna lose a single game. Agreed. But, but see, I think that moving like the rest of the way, they're probably gonna finish with a better record than say the first yeah. six games, and they're gonna be bumped up into the top. The top eight, so right? Top because eight, you yeah. can't be nine to twelve. Yeah. So they're gonna finish maybe seventh or eighth, and they're gonna play the. T- well, I was talking to, to Alessandro Barzoni today, and and he said, uh, "Well, I guess we'll have to run the table now." <laughs> so I mean, I I love the attitude. I love I love the way uh, they they frame it. You know, uh, so six D now sixty, and you're gonna see very quickly why I'm very concerned. I'm very concerned that this is gonna backfire on FPF management. 
These are the teams at the top. So first one, okay, it makes sense, right? So these are teams technically 13 to 18 from Division 6 that we are got, getting sent down. Relegated, correct. Yeah, exactly. So in the first seed of Division 6D, we have Fat Diablos. Okay, they fit. That's that's, that's something fine. we can see. Okay. Yeah. Pension plan. Hmm. <laughs> Fourth and twenty. All right. Mm-hmm. Channel Four News Team. Mm. Uh, the pack. Okay. Pack's good for sixteen. Yeah. Okay. But and yeah. seventh rounders. Okay. So out of so these, pension plan is the one that's so, worrisome. So right? out of these teams, pension plan is not having the season that we've expected them to have. Yeah. They're not as strong as they were last winter. So we we have that bias of they've been a strong team for a while, and mm. this season they're a bit. They're not as strong, so we expect them. Oh, they're gonna wash everybody, but they're losing games. They should but be imagine, winning. Imagine, imagine unknown talent, vultures, and pension plan get bumped. <laughs> and yeah, yeah that's, into, that's a different story. Into so, so to me, because they're of, close, they're yeah, right, right there. Out of, right? This, out of these teams, I find like the pack is will be a favorite, and they're gonna be helped by the fact that they're a number one seed in Division Six D playing weaker teams. But mm-hmm. it's also not a huge thing for a Division Six D team to play the pack. Like, yeah. it, yes, they're a favorite. Yes, they're better than we are. Yes, we're the underdog. But it's not a blowout. They're not, they're not overwhelming. Channel Pension 4 plan News Team. absolutely overwhelming. Channel 4 News Team will beat up teams yeah. in Division 60. Like it, it's out of these six teams, that's the one team that I'm worried about that are going to have blowouts back to back. For me, back that, back for to me back it's back pension plan just because the biggest difference between 6 and 60 is quarterbacking. Yeah, and but Vince Pizzano will tear up a Division 60 defense. Or he's going to have a bad night like we've seen him have before, and they're going to put up 19 points. Perhaps. Right, like yeah, they haven't been putting up forty. No, but the competition. Yes, so they, they because again. So we thought they'd be a good team, so they faced a tough schedule because of that, mm-hmm. and they're doing okay. They're doing fine. They're doing fine, but they're not doing great, and they're not putting up monster numbers because they play a very slow-paced offense. Yeah, that generates the fact that you're going to get two to three possessions per half. Now, if the other team manages to control the clock well against Pension Plan, and they have three possessions, and Pension Plan only gets two per half, mm-hmm. then you can end up with two extra possessions over them. Even if there's one that you don't score on, you win this game 30-24. to 24. Yeah. Which is a problem for Pension Plan, because yes, you slow down the game, but you're also not controlling the clock properly. Correct. Um, Eagles, the remaining teams in 16. So from 7 to 16, potatoes. Yes. Potatoes, man. This week, 43 points. It was a good game. I was blown out. I was like, oh, Potatoes, all right. They're gonna they're gonna scrap it, but they're gonna win this one. Sorry, not potatoes. Uh. Potatoes. Forty three to six, man. Gotta give some love to potatoes. To who? Potatoes. <laughs> um, Likasi. We just talked Brewers. About Yamas pajamas. Yes, sir. Uh, don't get close. Past our prime time. We're real bros of Simi Valley. Fighting tigers. Gold rush. And Bud Knights take As the last season. Bud Knights, bro. All of those six playoffs. But see, the, the, but I find that Bud Knights this season, if they were to be in that middle of the pack, if they were to be like that 7 to 12 seed, they would fare mm-hmm. well. As the 16 seed, if they get to play a team like Channel 4 News team, they're going to get washed. Yeah. Right so, now, they would have to play Fat Diablos. Give me Bud Knights. Give me Bud Knights against Fat Diablos. I, best defense in football against... Flat Diablos, <laughs> who throws 17 interceptions per game, it's going to be a wash. But anyways, we'll get that to that further. Um, so le- looking in Division 6 now, uh, some of the teams that didn't make it, okay, Zone 6 ballers have been a disaster on the <laughs> field and off the field. Uh, Goon Squad have been have struggled. Sharknado, though. Now, one thing to consider is, there, like, so, you know, in the same... In the same subdivision, Hot Sauce Sports has played seven games. They've only played five. I remember when I, when I was writing the midseason report, they, at the time, they only played three games. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I, I, What's weird is like, 
we play them in our our week eleven game, which for them is their seventh game, <laughs> and it's just it's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah. Uh, one thing I just want to mention before we start talking about these teams is that no one's actually officially eliminated yet. So everyone, it's getting close. It's though. starting to get yeah. close. It's actually not all that well, much. If you look at left. it in Conference A of Division Six, seventh rounders have four points. So, so but like two so wins zone, that you need. Zone six ballers and goon squad need to win every game. Not necessarily. They need to win three or four at least. Well, that's not bad. They Still can doable. win. They can win two and get lucky with Sharknado no, seven rounders. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's okay too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right. so it's as long as you win this week, you're still alive. Not just your life, your hopes. Are, like there, there's a solid chance you're making the playoffs if you win this week. It's funny because I, I told my team this week. I said if we win, like if we win, we're basically clinched. Yeah, because ten points. Yes. Yeah, five wins. Like yeah. you're you're basically in. FBF as a, as a general rule in FBF. You go five hundred. You're in. The if you have five wins, you know I mean, I remember one team, and I've been doing playoff brackets for a very long time. Nine FBF. I remember one team that was five and five that didn't make the playoffs. It happened. Yeah. I remember one. It was like an exception, and because of tiebreakers, they ended up on the outside looking in. And the other conference, the team was three and seven that made it in, and they were so mad. Wait, they also <laughs> made it to finals. The final five team. No, it wasn't that same season. Oh, it wasn't that year? No. So Sharknado, they're on the outside looking in with... Uh, I had a chance to watch their game this season, uh, this week. Sharknado, yeah. They scored one point. Um, it was bad. Sebastian Blanchette had a really rough game. Uh, there's going to be a write-up in my article, but Blanchette and his boys uh, on the outside of the game. But again, they have two... They have two uh, games in hand as opposed to the most games played in the division. So... If we look ahead to their schedule, though, yeah, what, uh, what do you think, though? Like, I'll read you the games, and I don't think they're necessarily in bad shape, but it's not. They they, they needed to pick up a win earlier because now they have Scran Stranglers. Okay, that'll be tough. Uh, Zone Six Ballers, so mm, maybe should be a win. Should be a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hot Toss Sports will be tough. Replacements, replacements are always always a tough game, mm-hmm. and Warriors. So two and three. Yeah, they could go two and three. What, what's their current record? They're, they are two and they are two four. and three. Two and three, sorry. So if they go two, two three, because again, they get that extra. So game if ahead. they also go two and three, they finish four and six. Yeah, and as we just mentioned, four and six and division six at the moment or sixty should get you into the playoffs. And so like now, but by comparison, they're playing. Let's say seventh rounders is just ahead of them, right? Mm-hmm. So seventh rounders face uh, Dog Pound, Scran Stranglers, Goon Squad. And zone six ballers. So the, the so also like probably the, two and two. Seven like seventh. That's the issue though. Is seventh rounders have two. The their two softest games are at the end of the schedule. But I so so the seven rounders could go two and two, finish mm-hmm. at four and six also. Yeah. Right. So so essentially we're looking at four and six is going to make the playoffs. In conference B, uh, teams that aren't. So I th- and this is the ones that actually surprised me. The teams that right now that aren't in the playoffs from from uh, Conference B, Hurricane Season. Mm-hmm. Again, like so, we knew it was gonna be tough for them, but it's it's the most talented team that's not in the playoffs right now. Yeah, it's a t- they had a tough season, but like we said, season's not over. No, no, I'm saying I'm saying right now. Yeah. So, like, I I thought they had tough tough road ahead. I had I I still had trouble believing they'd be on the outside looking in yeah. at this point. They won't make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then. Replacements who I thought were vast improved have still struggled to score. They've only scored ninety five points in six games. Yeah, their offense continues to struggle. TBA yep. is a team I thought was gonna be very good. Well and this Th- week they played really well. Yes, absolutely. They they got their, their uh, first win of the season they, against Vultures. They put up like forty points too. Um yeah, forty seven, thirty eight. Um but 
would you have seen them be at one win at this point? TBA? Yeah. No chance. To, to me, TBA, considering like considering what they did this week, like, I'm not expecting them to put up 40, 47 points. But you know that regularly. they can. <laughs> but, like, yeah, they can. But they, it's not something that you expect out of the team regularly because that's very, very dominant. Mm-hmm. But I... Right, like if you would have told me if if I was a betting man, I would have said probably three and three. Mm-hmm. Right, like just split down the middle. They're gonna lose some games that you're like, why did you lose this game? But they're also gonna blow out teams, which they did this week. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a, so that's the way I see their, sort of their season going out, and it's it's not the case. Yeah, they right. they lost way too many games they shouldn't have, and now they're they're in a tough spot. Last week we if we would have talked about it and say, oh, they're pretty much done. Mm-hmm. They got this big win over Vultures. There's a chance they'll be able to bounce back if they're able to win the next one two and, fin- and be two and four. It's a it's a very possible like it's it's a potentially good scenario for you to make the playoffs. Dirty Birds yeah. uh, are on the outside looking in, in Division Six D. Mm-hmm. Um, Mo hates Ryan Eichler. Mo hates a lot of people. Yeah, he's just a hateful person. Yeah, he's just a. Um, but so they're now they're two three and one. Um, the ahead of them were you know. But Knights, past their prime time, Real Bros of Simi Valley, do you think they can climb back in? It's tough, man. It's a very tough schedule to finish with. It's three teams that are currently in the playoffs mm-hmm. that are good teams that are difficult to play against because of their defense. And and Real Bros has or, have already beat them. Past their prime time have already beat them. So they, they're also behind the eight ball with some of the tiebreakers. Yeah, so the tiebreakers are not in your favor. You have a tough matchup coming in. And and they face Brewers, Los Siete Amigos, Fighting Tigers, Potatoes. And Sorry, the tie who? doesn't help them. Who? Potato. So essentially, like some of the best teams in the division. Yeah. So it, it's a rough road ahead. Yeah, it's tough. Um, BDR. Th- that's that's been a, a remedial offense. It's, it's. I mean, it's it's one of those teams. Fifty-two that points in six games. It's one of those teams that you. They're learning. Against teams that are not learning. Like you're playing teams that are out of caliber. They. Sadly, this is the sort of team that would require a training season. You know what's crazy is BDR, we didn't have their full roster before the season. They would have been a Division 6 team. With their full roster? roster? Yeah. It's insane. Because they, they qualify for the criteria for a Division but 6 But if you, if you actually look at BDR, realistically, it's one of those teams that if we could have a Division practice, mm-hmm. like, a, like a, six pool, a, a pool of six teams that just practice for 10 weeks, against each other they play each other twice and they would benefit from that more so the two quarterbacks combined it's Jordan Ferre and Vince Romano Vince Romano being the quarterback most games mm-hmm. have combined for seven touchdowns passing okay. touchdowns 17 interceptions and 14 sacks that's not a good ratio yeah and Jordan Jordan Ferre is wasted a quarterback because the dude's a legit receiver the the number of sacks doesn't really worry me that much like to a game it's bad but you can get away with it well but the th- yes and no you can get away with it if you're a quarterback and you know and it's on first down uh, okay also, also so now you have you have like three downs to get 15 yards who cares sa- sa- but if yeah. for an inexperienced quarterback to take a sack and be down five six, six yards like sacks are very variable like uh, an interception is interception unless it's like on the fourth down an interception uh, is in fact yeah. an interception but correct. a sack the difference is if you're running towards the line of scrimmage and you get sacked Half a yard behind the line of scrimmage on what would technically a run, it counts as a sack, but you lost half a yard. I, it's like this week I, I, t- I gained one yard on a run. Yes, I saw that. And I was like, I was like, I was trying to get sacked. <laughs> I didn't want it. Yeah. I wanted to get sacked so, for three yards. So, so there's that, right? There's a tackle-ish sack, or there's the I lost 
15 yards on the play, yeah. and now we're at third and 20 instead of third and five. I'd like to call it the Jared Goff Super Bowl sack. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, South Shore Seaman don't have a win yet. They've scored 32 points and has a lot of 161. I think it's a good first season. They got to learn. Uh, honestly, Eagle and I should try and make a trip out to see them. You give did. them a hand. No, I, I couldn't because I had a game right after. Mm. So I watched the first half. Uh, I'm going to have to meet them another time. Uh, we did meet the Lionhearts. Lionhearts, man. 24 they, points. This so week. look, they, they, before, before we went, look, the two other teams that feel ashamed to reach out to, for help. Don't be. Lionhearts, that scored 12 points all season. We gave them a, like this much help, like a little bit of help. Like, hey, these are things that typically work in FPF. They're easy yeah. to read. Or here's this. what you're doing. Here's what you should be doing. Yeah. Or very little things you can adjust, like don't show your defense pre-snap. They, they still were. Uh, you got to talk to them next because mm-hmm. I did the offense. Um, but just to say, when you score 12 points all season and then the next week you score 24 points, even though they lost, the guys were... In a better it's mood, they were. Of course, they're happy. I love. There's a guy on the team. His name is Yan Antoine. Was his family name? For some reason, on on the scorekeeping app, and I refuse to change it because it's amazing. His name is Yan and Kranz. <laughs> Why? <laughs> From Yan Antoine to Yan and Kranz, which can't is the greatest name I can't even. ever. All right, he is now the next brand of robot being manufactured by Skynet. <laughs> Yan Kranz four thousand. So yeah, but I mean, for for a team like Lionheart, they've been struggling offensively the whole way. It's encouraging to be able to put up points. Now, that said, they face Chocolate Barracudas. Who also also a team that struggled, but had a close game this week. They lost Correct. by six points, 26-20. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Against Gold Rush, who is not a bad team. Like Gold Rush is your, your... Well, that's the next two teams they play. They play Chocolate Barracudas and Gold Rush. Uh, then they play it, Bud Knights. And like I say, we're not super explosive offenses. So, like... And right now, There's a Gold chance Rush, they, get, they can win yeah. two of these games. Gold Rush is currently occupying that seventh seed in Conference B, and Chakra Barracudas is in the bottom tier. So if they get those two wins, they're actually potentially competing for that last spot. Yep. And Chakra Barracudas, as, as Eagle mentioned, one in five. Um, they've been struggling, also. Yeah, they're struggling. But they're, but you see a difference. Like this is this is one of the teams that you see a difference between week one and now. Mm-hmm. Like these guys are improving. They are much better than where they were. It's just if you would have started at this point in the season, if if this was week one and you guys start at where you guys are now, they would have a much better record at the end of the day. And just you know, to the credit, it sucks they had to play DGC, Trailer Park Boys, McDo, Llamas Pajamas. So basically, they played everybody in Division Six that are like at the top, right? Yeah. But that's also how you learn. Of course, that's how you improve. Um, Rosedale Renovations on the outside looking in, they're two and four at the moment. Um, so they're they're. Um, they're right behind. They're literally two. They're, they're literally two points behind the playoff spot at this point. But they're a good team. There's a uh, there's a solid chance that they're gonna be able to split the the last few games. So they play South Shore Seaman. So who are struggling? Yeah, mightily. Um, they they play McDo with that stuff. McDo. They play Lamas Pajamas. Tough game. And Fighting Tigers. Who look? They're not gifted athletically. And Seth Galina is not a true quarterback. His guy's learning. But the knowledge of Seth Galina... Who's yeah, they know what they're doing. Seth Galina is a very good football coach, by the way. Yes. And he's, he's, a, he's a good FPF mind. Yes. And Emilio Pampena, who doesn't look the role, is very a good very player. good receiver. Very good receiver. Uh, I played with him. He played on uh, Checkmate, one of my old teams. He won like two championships in Division 2 as a receiver. Yeah. He, um, he played on Checkmate, one of my old teams. Um, and he came to practice with us once outside, and he was wearing jeans. In my mind, 
he's always wearing jeans <laughs> when he plays. Even though he's not. Even though it's not possible. He's always wearing not jeans. Not a lot. Yeah. Um, so, Rosedale Renovations, do you think that, you know, getting that one win potentially against Sasha uh, Simon will be enough? I find that they'll need to get two wins. They're going to get that one win. They're going to move up to three and four. With the last three games, if you want to make the playoffs, you're going to need to get a fourth win. I find that this season, if you want to be considered like a contender to make the playoffs in Division 60, you need to reach four wins. At 3-7, and seven, there's a solid chance that a 3-7 team does not make playoffs. Ends up on the outside looking in. Don't put yourself in that position. Reach to four. And then if you don't make it at four and six, it's still a decent season. And the thing with Rosedale Renovations is uh, they, if they win this game, they'll still be behind in the tiebreaker uh, with the gold rush. So yeah, they kind of have to win two games. Yeah. No, they need to win two games. Mi- like Minimum. They keep in mind, Gold Rush is also tied with Fighting Tiger, DGC, and Yamas Pajamas right now. Four to seven are all tied with six points. So it's possible in a three-way tie they actually beat. But they also have the some. worst. They have the worst divisional record, and if they beat, well, if they win, they would be three and four. But if they beat Sasser Seaman, it's not a divisional win, so it yeah, doesn't help them that's the tiebreakers. Mm. That's the the problem. See how I thought of my feet there? You, yeah, and you said I look tired to start the show. I'm exhausted. Todd <laughs> on your, I'm so tired. Is that really saying Todd on your feet? I didn't say. That's thought. what you said. Like See how I taught on my feet. Thought on my feet. Yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah. Yep. Sounds like a thing. Look up. Look up an urban dictionary. It's yes. a real thing. No, no. Look up an urban. Oh uh, yeah, we want to know what it says. Um, also, Eagle, what time is it? I'm searching now. <laughs> Games <laughs> of the week. No wait, wait. You gotta do it again. I'm, I'm waiting. I did it on purpose. Games of the week. Yo, I'm excited for the reboot of Twilight Zone with uh, I'm not. Jordan Peele. I loved, I loved the original Twilight Zone. So, yeah, you're old, Urban though. Dictionary Essie I mean, actually the reruns. <laughs> think on feet because past tense. Uh, thinking on your feet refers to being able to remain cool and confident under pressure. Next one. Yeah, that's too easy. You never read the first one. The first one's always <laughs> the right one, so it's not good. That's literally well, all the right one. Okay. That's the only one. Wow, I'm super disappointed right now. Make it more safe for work. More safe for work? Yeah. Thinking on your feet is cool. No. All right. <laughs> uh, Eagle, what time is it? I just did it. Yeah, we did Do it. it. Games of no, the week. This is going to get old eventually. It already did. So I'm not picking the games because I have Mark Andre's article. So I will just give a pre- like a quick introduction to the game. Channel 4 News Team versus Vic in a Box. Channel 4 News Team has struggled, but we know how much talent they have on the team. Vic in a Box. Coming off a loss, they're going to want to write the ship. Your pick, Simo. Vic in a Box. Eagle. Uh, Aha! Fucked you there. I'm going to make a pick. Wow. I'm just picking another game. I'm wow. You, um, wow. Language, bro. <laughs> Family show. Hurricane Season versus TBA. No, what was your pick? I don't care. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think that's worse. Sorry, our viewers. <laughs> Who is it, sorry? Uh, Hurricane Season versus TBA. Just coming off their first big win against Vultures. They now face the other half of Vultures, which is Hurricane Season. Give me Hurricane Season, man. I, I have a feeling they have to turn it around at some point. And I I st- still can't believe Hurricane Season will I not had, be playoffs. I had this game marked as a win for Hurricane Season when I did my, my midseason report. Okay. But. Now when I saw TV put 47 points up, I don't know. No, I, Read more country's article, find out. If, uh, if Hurricane Season wants to be a playoff team this, this is the season, win they need. This is where it needs to start. Yep. All right. We have Zone 6 Ballers versus NWO. 
NWO has been a strong middle pack team. Zone Six Ballers have been the bottom team. Give me NWO and a three score win. And we have Fat Diabolos versus Fourth and Twenty. Fourth and Twenty, one of these tough grinded out teams. Like we keep saying, they really surprised seventh rounders this week. Uh, for a write up, read my article this week. Uh, fat Diabolos are fat. I this and they is, are Diablos. Unless Alexander Gerlin plays quarterback for them, they will throw four interceptions and lose by two scores. Okay. Uh, we have potatoes. Potatoes. <laughs> potatoes versus Gold Rush in 6D. Yo, so give me potatoes, man. Potatoes, one of the stronger teams in the division. Gold Rush uh, hanging on to one of the bottom seeds. Yeah, this is this is one of the this is one of those games that are gonna go heavily in potatoes' favor and help everybody on the outside looking in that needs to. You, know, you really don't want Gold Rush overstep to overstep Gold Rush. No, right. I'm just saying potatoes, bro. Lion Hearts versus Chocolate Barracudas. Great game. So, does have Lionhearts learned enough, or or if Chocolate Barracudas, uh, their little bit of experience, will that be enough? I think Chocolate Barracudas have improved more than what Lionhearts have. It's going. Both teams are going to put up enough points to be satisfied with themselves offensively and defensively. But I have the Barracudas coming out on top of this win. And Rosedale Renovations versus South Shore Seamen. South Shore Seamen have not evolved from their initial. Semen like state, and I mean, look, man, it's I'm just saying they haven't evolved as football players. <laughs> and Rosedale Renovations, uh, they've looked good in some games, and then other games they look like they need renovations. Also, it's semen, yeah, they can't evolve. I mean, we all did, they are no, <laughs> <laughs> they are well, they are the evolution. They what? could just travel through water. Just they pick are a team. I don't think he understands what evolution means. I think he thinks evolution is I'm just is waiting swimming. for him to bring out like <laughs> the conspiracy theory, like aliens or something. No, we talked about this game. This is where Rosedale Renovations uh, get it going. All right. See what it did there. That's it? That's it. See what it did there. I did. Final thoughts, you know. I, I said it earlier. What is it? You forgot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tense. <laughs> um, for those of you who are interested, you can now access the playoff schedule by going to the schedule uh, area of the website and clicking onto the playoffs tab. So you have regular season and playoffs. We don't know which teams are going to play in which slots yet, but we know when the games are. So you can block off those days if you're about to be playoff eligible. So don't go on vacation. Don't go out on your girlfriend. Don't visit your family. Don't go out, on your girlfriend. Don't go out with your girlfriend. So <laughs> vacation's okay. But I'm thinking on sorry, my bro. feet, okay? Not well. Taught on the feet. Um, that said, Eagle, thank you for the work you've done. Division Six, you've been a great audience. Simon, you've been less than adequate. <laughs> but most of all, You're the one thank you there. all for letting me be myself. I was being myself. Sure, it's fair. I mean, that is his himself. Yeah. He does that every time. Swear? Yes. 